Welcome to EFT Tapping Like a Mother, helping you tap through life. Welcome to EFT Tapping Like a Mother. I'm Lee. And I'm Colette. Welcome to this episode of EFT Tapping Like a Mother. Yep, and we're here when you need us. <laughs> exactly, because we are your fairy godmothers in tapping. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> ah, Colette can't wait to put us in wings with a wand. <laughs> oh yeah, that's going to be my favorite. <laughs> She's working on the art as we speak. (laughs) I have so many ideas. Exactly. So today's topic is uh, we are talking about tapping with children. And I can't wait to share the experience uh, that I had just this week. So what happened this week, Lee? Yes. So before we get into the story, though, we need to let folks know that tapping with children is so powerful. So powerful. And as I always say, tapping is like a superpower. And I think that's how you sell it with kids. Exactly. And you teach kids before they start thinking you're weird. When they start to get like to middle school and high school, my older kids were like, oh, mom, you're weird. But my younger kid, ah, I got him young. (laughs) Does he tap? Yeah, he does still tap. How old is he now? 19. Nice. Well done, mama. (laughs) Yeah. So he, you know, often at this point it's tapping before a big test. Yes. Like if he's got a big test or a big essay to write. Like sometimes it just helps to clear his mind. Exactly. And, you know, as a bike coach, when I'm not EFT practicing, (laughs) kids have fears. Yeah. Whether it's test anxiety, learning how to ride a bicycle and uh, meeting new people, going to a new school. I would also say, Lee, that I have never in my life seen as many stressed out, anxious kids as I've ever seen. And and I've got older kids. I am I am so blown away by how stressed out these kids are with the constant testing in school yes. and the constant pressure. I remember when my youngest was in uh, kindergarten and she kept saying to me, he doesn't know all his letters, he can't write these words, that words. And I said to her, thank God he's my third kid because you would have freaked me out. <laughs> He'll catch up. And now my kids in in Michigan is doing great. It's like they all catch up. Yes, yes. And until then, you can tap. (laughs) And yes, it's a superpower. That's how we sell it to the kids. Exactly. And so if your kid thinks he or she's too cool for school or tapping, you can actually at home tap on them as though it's a massage. Absolutely. And which I've taught some of the uh, some of the kids that I know, I've taught them there are secret finger tapping points as well, which you can do if you're out in public and no one needs to know that you're tapping. Yes, we call it stealth tapping. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a quick side note: yes, they're still doing construction, so you may hear it in the background. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> no, we're in the city, folks. It's part that's of being right, in the that's city, right. Upper West Side Studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this episode is going to focus on what to do and so that's the other thing performance anxiety whether it's testing or otherwise and that's what happened uh, to this one little boy who I ran into the other day so here's the setup I was at a sports class with my child and one of the other children was there but without his mom so it was uh, there was a nanny there somewhere she wasn't really paying attention and so when the little boy we'll call him Johnny came back uh, they were doing baseball and so Johnny was in tears and now Johnny is a special needs child how old are these kids Lee uh about 10 9 9 10 
eight, nine, ten. And so Johnny is very sensitive and feels mm-hmm. things very deeply. And so he came and I was the only actual parent there at that time. And so I was sitting there and I was so glad I was there when this happened. I really was because Johnny came over. He was in tears and he said, I can't hit. I'm mm. the worst on the team. I can't do it. And I thought, oh my gosh. And so I said, Johnny, can I give you a hug? And he said, no, no. I said, okay, no problem. I said, well. I'm riveted. Carry on, Lou. (laughs) And so then I said, okay, well, can I show you something that will make you feel better? Can I um, see your hand? And he said, no. I said, okay, well, how's this? What about you watch me with my hand? All you have to do is hold up your hand and you do it if you want. And I said, you start and let's squeeze our thumb. So I did stealth tapping with him because there was no way he was going to touch his whole head or anything. And his mom wasn't there. So I didn't want to go too deeply into it. Ten is still at the border of this is weird, lady. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So I held up my hand and I started. I said, we're just going to squeeze our fingertips as we say what we think. And I said, how do you feel? And he said, I feel annoyed. Because I was about to say, are you angry? Are you mad? And he said, I'm annoyed. And I said, great. I said, it's very important that we state how we feel. So I held up my hand and I went to the thumb and I said, I feel so annoyed I can't hit the ball. And then I went to the next fingertip and squeezed, I'm so annoyed I can't hit the ball and I'm the worst player ever. And then we went through and I kept saying, uh, repeating these words that he had said because with tapping, it's very important that you use your words and your emotions. And if you're ever in a session with a practitioner who makes you do otherwise, you need to leave. (laughs) Get out of that door pretty quick. Get out, yes. And then the other thing too that's very important to understand is that when you're working with a practitioner and you don't want to talk, you don't have to say anything as long as you're thinking the thoughts in your mind. And if anyone makes you talk, run. (laughs) Yeah, there's no need to talk. As long as you're focused on what you're feeling and where you're feeling it and how much you're feeling it, that's what's going to work. Exactly. And so I did a round with him on his hand while I'm my hand and he did his. And then I said, you should feel a little tingly right now or just feel a little different. And I tell you what, I I was amazed to see it work so quickly because he wiped his tear off, he started smiling, and he went back into the cage and started hitting. And But here's the other thing too, though. I did tell Johnny, I said, Johnny, if you feel that you need help, you need to tell the coaches. I said, mm-hmm. how about we tell the coach that you want a few more pointers? And he's like, no. No. And I just overrode him on that. And I was like, hey, coach, (laughs) I was like, by the way, could you just give him a few more tips? huh?" (laughs) But the point is he stopped crying. He smiled and he ran back in to hit a few more. I cannot tell you how much I love that story. I actually got a little bit emotional there. I get a little bit emotional from time to time. And, And the fact that. You know, he was there without his parent and just felt this kid probably felt so lost and hopeless. And and as we know, people, what we tell ourselves is what we become. And I am so happy you were there to like help him. And, you know, hopefully he'll remember that skill and use it again. I'm just so, so I love it. Well, you know, it's funny is he's like, oh, you're teaching me another strategy. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably so sick of strategies. (laughs) Bless him. Exactly. But see, that's one way to work with children. Mm -hmm. And it took less than two minutes, I swear. 
Yeah, it really doesn't take long. That's the best thing about this. It takes yes. no time at all. Exactly. And now, just in case you're worried, I did text his mom because she didn't pick up. And I said, please give me a call so that we can discuss uh, how Johnny was upset and how we handled it. Nice. <laughs> I'm sure she but, was appreciative. Well, I don't know because uh, I got a text back that said, oh, I got home late. Yeah, yeah, I'll call you. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe she gets a lot of these calls. Johnny's mom might be busy. (laughs) But the point is that I was there for that. And I was so happy that uh, there was a parent. I guess I guess I was happy that oh, it was so me. I'm so happy you were there. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. I'm so happy you were there. <laughs> but but then uh you know so that is that is the power of tapping. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. You know, you made a comment earlier about um when we tap even if we're not you don't have social anxiety. Borrower's benefit. Right, borrower's benefit. I do believe that as a collective, the more people that do this, you know, it just lifts the general vibe up. And I think it's important to do that. Yes, because it's all energy. Yep. Right. This is called an energy psychology. And and one of the things about tapping, and I've been tapping for years, I found that through tapping, without even really thinking about it, I don't res- I don't react so much anymore in like a hot-headed way that maybe I would have reacted. And don't get me wrong, I still get mad, but I find now that I can take a second and respond instead of going blah, 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 <laughs> vomit. Well, that's probably because you worked on your anger issues. <laughs> oh, I had big time anger issues, but that's in an upcoming podcast yes. and you guys are going to love that episode. Yes, yes, yes. Episodes, we have plenty coming down the road for you yeah, and, uh, and there are many facets of anger, so we'll have plenty of episodes for you to take a, take a dip in and listen mm-hmm. and pass on to your friends. And in fact, please share our show with your friends. Please have them subscribe because we are here to help you tap through life because, you know, we are your fairy godmothers in tapping. Yeah, and we're here to help you through this. And remember, bring in your friends that may be a little bit open-minded that don't know anything about tapping because <laughs> truly... This is a great thing. And if you already know about tapping, you already know how wonderful this is. Exactly. And, you know, I don't, did we, we haven't mentioned this yet, Colette, but if you are looking for a different practitioner, Colette and I both have practices. Yes, we do. (laughs) And that stuff is listed in the show notes on the website and all that good stuff. And again, if you have something that you'd like us to touch upon and, and address, please do reach out to us. Our contact information is in the show notes notes you just have to either swipe or scroll depending on your podcast app so colette do we have anything we need to add before we wrap up today's episode make sure you uh subscribe bring two friends as you've already said lee and uh you know i just want to let you know as well as we're talking about tapping with children that that Lee and I have a dream and our dream is to bring tapping into schools. So if you want anyone to come into your school and to do a little, you know, workshop with the kids, where your girls, where your fairy godmothers after all. Exactly. And fellow teachers, the staff, not just the kids. Oh my God, I love teaching teachers. Yeah. <laughs> As a former teacher, I can attest that this would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Had I known about it back then. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us today, your fairy godmothers in tapping. I'm Lee. And I'm Colette. And that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for stopping by. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.